What I'm going to talk to you about today, boys and girls, is everybody's favorite subject, astrophysics, with everybody's favorite astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson. We're going to be talking about our sun, the moon, and the stars, and all the various ways they interact in our galaxy. Okay, screw that. I don't want you even for a moment to think I'm being serious. We're not really going to be talking about all that stuff much at all, and we won't actually be talking with Neil deGrasse Tyson, because there are some things going on here that the good doctor fails to mention, and I'm going to explain the reasons for that too. Most of you know who Dr. Tyson is. He's kind of like another version of Bill Nye the Science Guy. And most people who know Dr. Tyson, I'm talking about through his countless radio and TV appearances, not personally, like him. And what's there not to like? He's very warm, humble, and charismatic, sharing with us lay people some of his vast astrophysics knowledge. Like homemade hotcakes and sausages. And who doesn't like that? Yum. But, and I'll bet you could tell there was a butt coming. What if I told you that Dr. Tyson was being a little bit disingenuous with you? concerning man's future role in outer space. Actually, what if he were being very disingenuous with you? Okay, I'll push the envelope just a little further. What if I told you he was just out and out fucking lying to you? Well, you would probably want some pretty serious proof of this, and that's totally to be expected. And that's totally what I'm going to give you. Imagine, if you will, Dr. Tyson giving a Q&A session after giving a lecture or some other form of public appearance. Just imagine for a moment questions and answers going something like this. Dr. Tyson, you stated earlier that for reasons A, B, and C, we cannot do blah, 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 which is the reason and what is the reason for that? Thank you very much. That's a very good question. We cannot do A, B, and C in that order. The primary reasons are blah, 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 and everything would just blow up. But we're not going to talk about that right now. That is a very inconvenient reality for this presentation. So let's just move on to the next question. Professor Tyson, you talked earlier about subjects E, F, and G on how they would ultimately be incompatible with blah, blah, blah. Would you therefore care to speak on their relevancy? Well, thank you again. Another great question. All I'm able to say at this time is that what we as astrophysicists fully understand, that our answers to such questions, if fully scrutinized, would be completely nonsensical and redundant.
because the actual answer is probably closer to blah, blah, blah. And everything ends up going boom and blowing up. I hope that answered your question. Oh, my, look at the time. There are so many of you out there with so many questions, and I would really love to answer them all. But I'm afraid we've run out of time. It's been a pleasure being here, and hopefully, if you are attending the next stop on this circuit, you may possibly get to ask your question, and I will most certainly give it the observed and intelligent response, just as I did here with your other questions tonight. Thank you all, and good night. Now, I'm not trying to say for a moment that within his field, by the established dogma and definitions of his field, that he is not absolutely knowledgeable in what he's saying. But what I am saying is that in relative terms, everything that he is talking about concerning astrophysics and the universe is relatively meaningless. And it is relatively meaningless on many levels, and that is the problem. What he knows in his field is about as relevant to people in their daily lives as a research scholar, a very well-paid multi-million dollar research scholar, I may add, that would go off to live in the Sahara Desert for the sole purpose of calculating precisely how many grains of sand in all of the world's deserts of all the world. I'm going to diverge just for a moment to illustrate my point from a different perspective. NASA always wants to have space travel front and center in the public consciousness. Just recently, NASA sent another rover to Mars with a cute little flying drone, which just recently could no longer fly with NASA sharing video of the poor injured drone with so much emotionally manipulative sentiment, like it was a fucking puppy, and all of America, as if on cue, collectively was supposed to say, Aww. NASA and every other space agency around the world knows pretty much everything there is ever to know about the fucking moon. And actually, as far as what is truly relevant is concerned, the same thing goes for Mars. I will say what I've said many times before. Assuming we even could travel to Mars and manage to set up some kind of very primitive life support structures, it's much cheaper and a hell of a lot simpler, if you want to know what living on Mars would be like, to go live for a full winter in the Arctic Circle. Now, while you're having such a blast at the Arctic Circle, understand the temperatures are at least 10 times lower on Mars than the Arctic Circle. So bear that in mind. That happens every day, day in and day out.
This should be just that one example alone, a very good example of the many negative realities of taking a long camping trip to Mars. Besides being incredibly resourced wasteful, in case you get sick of the Arctic Circle, and you will get sick of the Arctic Circle, or if something seriously goes wrong, you can fairly quickly and easily get the hell out of there, which certainly wouldn't be the case if your ass was stuck on Mars. And finally, and I think this is one of the worst things yet, there is no Uber and no pizza delivery service. So even if you disagreed on anything else I said, I believe my last statement alone should be you should be able to agree with. And why I believe going to Mars is incredibly stupid. And while there's a hell of a lot that's really stupid out there, folks, here's something that's definitely not. And now an important message from former President of the United States, Donald Trump. Hello, folks. As you know, I want to make America great again. Right now, I want to speak for another true patriot besides myself, Ernest Mann. Ernest has some very special items, beautiful items, most magnificent items, folks. And I would ask that you do your duty as an American citizen and get some of these items before they're all gone which would be a terrible thing a very sad and terrible thing folks as your former president I call upon you let's make America an earnest man great again so why won't NASA shut the hell up about it for the same reason that Dr. Tyson won't shut up about space and the cosmos. Money. If Dr. Tyson and the scientists at NASA were being completely honest, most of the research taking place would stop immediately. But those scientists and researchers love those big fat government checks. And if you don't think Dr. Tyson is above graft, think again. What all of these perpetually happy and excited grifters, I mean um, the scientists and researchers, already know is that due to a certain number of scientific laws and principles, physics certainly being one of them, it is extremely unlikely we will ever be able to travel into the far reaches of even just our own solar system, let alone deep space. There are quite a few serious and honest physicists and space physiologists that can explain why humans simply are not in any way designed for long ventures or being exposed for long periods of time into space. As I mentioned earlier, a very condensed but accurate description of what happens is we blow up or turn into space mush. And Neil deGrasse Tyson 
certainly knows this, but makes certain to keep his mouth shut about it. If I may say this in just one more way, it's one thing when young, dumb college students want to get together over pitchers of beer and discuss how many angels can dance on the head of a pin, or the technical possibilities of all the cool things that just took place in the latest sci-fi movie. But when adults who have acquired legitimate degrees in science are sitting around and collecting multi-million dollar paychecks for doing what amounts to the same thing, but actually knowing full well there's no way in hell that any of this is even reasonably possible, or for that matter, even desirable, yet keep treating ignorant adults in the general population like children by charismatically charming them into hopes and dreams for just a bit more money. I have a big problem with that. No matter how pleasant or charming, a crook is still a crook, and a person doesn't need to go to Mars or have a degree in astrophysics to understand that. You just need to be reasonably intelligent, understand just how hostile the environment of space is to human beings, and the intellectual honesty to share that with others. Until next Monday or Friday, this is Ernest, wishing you peace and good things.